What's going on, Zealous fam? This is Coach LJ, and this is the Metabolic Talk. I'm here with my co-host, Coach Annette. Hi, everyone. And we are going to talk today about, when it comes to your diet, we're going to talk about bulking versus cutting. And we are going to talk about, can you build muscle and lose fat at the same time? That's a question that we get all the time. A lot of people ask because the main thing that people say to me all the time is, I want to lose belly fat, I want to get skinnier, but I also want to build my body and grow muscle. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, that was one of my goals for the longest. I really wanted to stay as lean as possible, but I also wanted to build my glutes and build my legs. I wanted to, I want to have it all. I wanted the abs and I wanted the booty and I wanted the bigger legs. Um, I also wanted a bigger back. So it was like, <laughs> I wanted everything. And it, it's taken me a few years, years, yes, to accept and uh, to finally let coach, actually coach me and follow my diet as strictly as possible right now. Um, and follow whatever he says, like when it comes to like workouts and things like that. Um, and yeah, I've, I've been there. So you learn, you learn. I, I, it's a process. I, <laughs> I'm still learning. Um, sometimes I'm like, why do I need to do this? Why, why? And you know, and like, I'm gaining so much, like I, I look so much bigger and you're like, you don't, you like, you really don't. <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it, it takes a toll, I feel mentally, um, cause I've always been skinny my whole entire life. Um, and I recently, like, I think it was the other day I posted a reel on why I don't want to be like the tiniest version of myself anymore. I, I want to be able to grow and have bigger muscles and be able to, you know, keep up with my kids, uh, live a longer life, have like stronger bones when I'm older. Cause I mean, let's face it, I'm not getting any younger. Um, I can feel it in my joints. Um, it's, I'm not 25 anymore. So yeah. Um, I'm very busy with two kids, a full-time job. So yeah. Um, keeping like the, the strict diet that I know that I need to, in order to achieve my goals, it's, it's, you know, taking a toll mentally more than physically, I feel. Now, you, you're talking about strict diet. Would you say, uh, I want you to clarify that strict doesn't necessarily mean restricted. It's not, no, at all. I mean, I do go when I, we have like birthday parties or my kids want to go to a specific place. They want to eat whatever they want to eat. Um, I, you know, like on the weekends, um, I'm being a little bit more strict on the weekends. And when I say strict, it's, um, on the weekends before I would not track at all. And I, my issue is that I tend to undereat by a lot, a lot of calories. Um, so I am being a little bit more strict on the weekends where I'm not only tracking for like Monday through Friday. Um, cause that was, that's, that was one of my big, big issues before. Like I would only track Monday through Friday. Um, and then that was it on the weekends. It was like, okay, well we're going out. It's kind of hard to track. So now I try to be a little bit more conscious about it. And 
if I don't track one meal, it's not the end of the world. I can still track everything else, you know, um, and have sort of like an average of what I ate throughout the day. Um, where before I was like, meh, I'm just not going to track this day because why? Like, why do I need to track today if I'm going to, you know, I already failed for, you know, one meal. So that's, that's what I mean by strict. Yeah. And, um, and for anybody listening, when she says she tends to under eat, it's not because she doesn't have a big appetite. Uh, Annette can eat a lot. She eat, she can eat a lot of food. the The main problem with her is that she's a really healthy person when it comes to picking yeah, things to eat, and you know she'll be happy eating a salad, having veggies, things like that. And those things they will fill you up, but they don't have a lot of calories. And one of the struggles she was going through is that she needed to eat a certain amount of calories to build muscle, but then her food choices were was basically they were leaving her under eating. She was under eating by three, four, five, six hundred calories a day. More than because, that sometimes. Uh, sometimes even a thousand calories less. Yeah. So. And were you feeling hungry? I was not. Exactly. No, I was feeling satisfied. And, it, and that's because of the choices uh, that we make when eating. So that's why... I always say that there's no such thing as bad food versus good food. It all depends on what you need in that particular moment. Uh, if you like eating salads uh, and you basically, I want to be healthy, so you say, well, I'm not going to do a lot of dressing because that's unhealthy. You're not eating a lot of calories, but you're being full. So you're not getting enough energy in your body. And if you have a calorie goal, then that will affect you. Now, if you're on the other side of the spectrum, which it's what happens to me. I need to track all the time because I tend to overeat, which is the exact opposite of what an egg goes through. Then if I eat what I eat and it, I don't eat salads and things like that, I will definitely eat way more because I will just, you know, overeat and then exceed the amount of calories I need to eat if I'm, if I need to eat at a deficit, for example, right? Uh, now, when I am, if when I'm bulking, I can eat anything. I, 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 it's still going to be really hard for me to get to my number. And those are the great months when I can eat anything because I know I'll still struggle to get to my number. But if I'm cutting like it, like like I'm doing right now, I have to be careful. If I don't track it, then I'm I'm just gonna overeat, and then I will not be at a deficit. That means I will not lose that fat that I need to lose. So that's the thing. It's not just about oh I have a big appetite. That's why it's really hard for me to lose weight. Well, not necessarily. You need to do better. You need to make better choices when it comes to your food, and they are able to, you know, fill you up without adding that many calories in your diet. Um, one example is grapes versus raisins. They are the same thing. Raisins are basically a dried grape, and however, if you measure that by cups, a cup of raisins will have a bunch of calories, and a cup of grapes might have what, like a hundred, if anything. Uh, it doesn't really have a lot of calories. Mm -hmm. and so which ones do you think will fill you more? You know, if if you eat grapes and you eat a cup, you only got 100 calories versus a cup of raisins would probably have three, four, five hundred calories. You could eat two, three cups of grapes and still be still have way less, uh, way less calories than you would have with a cup of raisins. And that's how you get full. So you eat things that, you know, will fill you up more. Um, that's one example, right? So that, that's one of the things that I, I want to clarify because it's not about your, your appetite. It's about your choices. And sometimes, you know, depending on the person, you know, Annette tends to under eat. I tend to overeat. But by tracking it, we're able to actually 
manage what we eat and be able to eat whatever. You know, we can eat a sandwich, a pizza, burgers. It doesn't matter as long as you can track it. And and you can tell me about this, right? You could track basically anything. Like if you go to like a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. you could probably put that you menu can. item, right? And it will show. Mm-hmm. It so, will. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, most places, unless you go to like a specific restaurant, that might not show on the tracking app. But if you go to like a chain uh, restaurant or like a fast food joint or whatever it is and you eat there, you could track whatever you're eating. The tricky thing with like going to whenever you go to restaurants, like you can... If you've been tracking for a while, you sort of have an idea of what like, a you know, like a serving or whatever you eat of like a cup of pasta looks like or a cup of rice looks like. Um, the problem is that when you cook it at home, it will have, you know, like you are the one that controls if you put um, oil, if you put butter, if you put like what extras do you put in versus if you go to a restaurant they might add some of those little extras that add to the fat um and add maybe a little bit more protein and things like that so i always try like if it's a place where i can't really find like their menu it's not online um i don't try to obsess about it because i tend to (laughs) obsess about things too you do yeah so and that's something that i'm kind of like trying to let go not track like every single gram of food um and then if i'm like full if i have something in front of me and i'm full and i'm like i just you know i can't do it like i it's not gonna happen right now it's it's okay like trying to like tell myself it's okay if you don't eat it right now maybe you can eat it later um so going back um you can sort of put like okay i ate like a cup of long grain rice like it's fine you know like it might not be super super accurate but at least you're you have an idea and that's sort of like intuitive eating we can talk about that um maybe in another episode um but you know like i on the weekends i try to do at least one meal i don't like to call it like a cheap meal um but more like I'm doing a little bit more of like intuitive eating rather than being very strict and tracking it um, on my app. Yeah, and uh, and that that's that's the main trick that you know it's about being consistent with knowing exactly what you're putting in your body and you know like I said you know if depending on that will depend on your appetite. Now when Annette goes through a cutting phase since she tends to undereat then it's easier for her to be more intuitive because she knows that she's probably going to be at a deficit. Um, And in my case, it's the opposite. When I'm bulking, I know it could be more intuitive because I can probably still, you know, I will still exceed my calories uh, of maintenance and then I will overeat. But since I'm bulking, I need those extra calories. That helps. Um, What When it doesn't work as much for me is when I'm cutting because one or two things will happen for me. I, I will either exceed my calories if I don't track them and then I'm not at a deficit or the other thing is I will skip meals because uh, either I'm busy or doing something and I'm thinking well I gotta be at a deficit but then I'm at a too big of a deficit which is not it's not good either you know we've talked about this in previous episodes on what could happen if you under eat by a big amount and if you keep doing that it's not really the most effective way to do that now I know we said first we were going to talk about, you know, when we started, we thought, we were, we were, sorry about that. We were going to talk about cutting and bulking, what you need to eat when when doing each one, and are you able to build muscle while you lose fat? So we're going to start with that last question right there. Can you build muscle 
while you lose fat? That's a big question and a lot of people want to know that. And I will tell you, you can, but there's a big... Uh, Caveat right there. Yeah, there, there's a big, uh, there's an important detail here that a lot of people don't tell you guys. And it's that you can only do that when you are starting to do exercise, to exercise working out. The minute your body adapts to working out, that's the minute you stop building muscle while you're burning fat. You're, gonna, you're not going to be able to do that for very long. But can you do that at first? Of course. If you've never worked out or if you haven't worked out in a long time, you could do that for one month, maybe two months. And that's that's called body recomposition. That That's a term that, you know, it's used to describe that. It's definitely possible to do that, but it won't last a very long time. So, for example, whenever if I design a program, right, I'm designing a program for somebody that hasn't worked out in a while, the first two months, we might be at that position if your goal is to lose weight. If you tell me, look, I just have some extra fat in my belly or whatever it is, obviously, you know, we cannot spot uh, target that fat. But if you are on a calorie deficit and working out, you will lose fat overall, which will go into, you know, your belly, your arms everywhere. So at first, we will design it that way. So the first month, first two months, you'll be at a deficit. While working out, you'll be able to build muscle and lose fat and everything's going to be perfect. But by the third month... Uh, things might look a little bit different. Your body might might adapt and you will stop uh, producing muscle, building muscle mass and keep burning fat. At that point, then we have to reassess and see what is more important to you right now. At that point, if you tell me, look, I still want to lose more belly fat than develop more muscle, then we'll just keep you at a deficit, right? And we'll work on that. But if you say, look, okay, I want to build my glutes. I want to build my legs, my arms, my back, whatever it is that you want to build, then we need to then reverse that action and go into an actual calorie surplus. Now, that when you reverse that way, you're talking about a thousand calories per day difference. If you're at a deficit, you're eating 500 less than your, um, than your maintenance. But then if you're bulking, you're eating 500 more than your maintenance. That's a thousand calorie difference. And you cannot do that from one day to the next. You cannot end a cutting phase on a Sunday and then the next day start a bulking phase at a full calorie surplus because it's, first of all, it's too much, too much food. You're not used to that. You will not get there. That's one thing. The second thing is that it could affect the way your body processes food because you're putting way too much at once. So what we do is we do it, we basically start doing that in a period of two to three weeks. The first week, we maybe increase your calories back to maintenance. It's 500 calories, we do that. And then from there, we probably divide the next 500 calories that you need to increase in 250 per week until you get to that surplus that you need to be at. And then from there, you just stay at the surplus for a few months until you can actually gain enough muscle where you can then go into a cut again. Um, so to recap this part, yes, you can build muscle and lose fat at the same time, but it's only for the beginner uh, beginner weightlifter. If you have been weightlifting for a while and you hire me as a coach and you say, look, I've been weightlifting for a year, but I need more guidance, chances are that you might not be able to do body recomposition. You might need to either choose one or the other. And there's no right answer, right or wrong answer there. Um, so yeah. last year I attempted to do a bulk and... I think it was like about three months, for about three, four months. And I did gain some muscle. I also gained some fat. But 
the the fat part kind of like discouraged me and I was like uh uh-uh, uh no I I need to stop and coach here was saying like you need to keep going like it's it's you know it's too short you need to kind of like suck it up and be okay with having some fat in some places so how long would you say it's the appropriate amount of time um for cutting and for bulking because I know that there's like you know, some people stick on that cutting phase, on that deficit for too long. And then there are some people that kind of like bail out and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, I can't handle this. Um, I'm looking way too big. Like, I'm losing way too much muscle definition. Um, I was looking way better a few months back and look where I am at now. Um, people are starting to tell me, like, well, why are you at the gym? Um, if, you know, like, you look worse than before. So, what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> so, it, it it all depends. Now, um, you could go on a cut on a bulk for six months. I typically say that three months is a good number, but it all depends on how comfortable you feel, right? You could go on a six-month bulk if it's something that after three months you still say, yeah, I don't think I've developed enough muscle mass, so I'm just going to keep go- doing that for three more months. Um, and, and then after that, then you start doing a cut, um, and then you do another bulk. So, you're not going to... And this is something that people don't understand. People think that they are, I'm going to go on a deficit and after three months, I'll have the body of my dreams. It doesn't work like that. The same way, the same thing happens on the opposite end. Oh, I want to build some muscle. I'm going to bulk up. So after three months, I should have muscles, like a lot of muscles and look huge. It doesn't really work like that because we have established before. It takes a lot of work to build muscle and it's actually way easier to lose fat. But, this, but the problem is that most people that are overweight, they have way more fat than muscle in their body. So while it is way easier to lose fat, you have way more fat to lose than somebody is trying to build muscle has to gain. So it, they could be equally as hard. And after three months of cutting, you will not have the body of your dreams uh, unless you are already really close to it. And then you do that final cut. And then you say, okay, perfect. This is where I want it to be. But for most people, it will take... A period of multiple cutting and bulking for you to actually get to where you are now don't I feel like you will never be satisfied though like, i mean it dep- <laughs> yeah i mean some people yeah. i am you know some people might look at me and be like okay yeah you look great and i'm like eh, no i can still well, work a little bit more it's like that's why it's called the fitness journey because yeah. I feel it never ends. Well, remember, <laughs> when people are working out and they become really committed, at first a lot of people are not. But once you be, you start to love the gym and you become more committed, then you become a more ambitious person. You say, look, this is the goals I have. And then when you get to those goals, you might say, well, I mean, I can do more. Like, you know, it, it's definitely, I can definitely improve on this. And that happens a lot specifically to women that want to lose weight. I mean, I hear people all the time say, um, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be 130 based on my height, but, you know, if if I get to 170, I'll be good uh, because I'm 215 pounds, for, for example. I hear that, actually. And, and I always say, yeah, you don't necessarily have to stop there, right? Like, it's good that you have that goal that's actually attainable. You know, I, I get that you say, well, I'm 215. I, there's no way I can get to 130. It seems like a big amount. And I get it. But... The reality is that, yeah, you can if, if you keep doing what you're doing. So, yeah, let's work on that 170. I will never discourage you from your goal. But then once you're there, it's like, okay, what's next, right? Let's, let's, now you're 170. Are you comfortable with this? And most people will get to that 170 and they'll say, wait, 
I mean, I can still probably lose some more. So then let's just do a new goal now. Let's go now. Let's aim for 150 now, right? Uh, so yeah, it is a process. It is a journey. And, and you know, I believe that there has to be one point where you say, okay, I'm uncomfortable and I can still build on what I have, but I feel comfortable. But it takes a long time. It takes a long time because remember, if you are overweight, this is, this is years and years and years of you having a bad diet and not working out and basically having a really sedentary lifestyle and you cannot change all of that or revert all of that in a year. You know, if, if it's been 10 years and, you know, you've been gaining weight for 10 years, it now it, it will not take you 10 years to gain it, you know, to lose it all back. It, it, I'm, that's not what I'm saying, but you have to have clear expectations. You cannot say, well, I need to lose 80 pounds and I want to lose that in two, three months. It Because it's impossible. You're just not going to do it. So have a actual goal that you can get to. If your goal is to lose 80 pounds, then say, okay, I'm going to give it a year. A year, you know, that's 52 weeks. You know, that's possible, you know, and even though we always say that you could lose a week per uh, pound per week and things like that, you know, if you work out for a year, you exercise there, you can possibly lose more than that. Uh, and then that will be a more attainable goal. And if you fall short of the 80, I can guarantee you that if you do what you're supposed to, you might lose 40 or 50, which is still a win because then there's another year. So now if it takes you two years to get back to the weight you had 10 years ago, that's a win because it took you 10 years to gain all that weight and then you lost it in two. Um, so you have to be patient. Uh, now, be, uh, when it comes to cutting, we had already talked about this. You are trying to lose weight. You need to be at a calorie deficit. I always recommend 500 calories, maybe 250, depending on your on your on the amount of calories and the amount of weight you need to lose. Um, and then, of course, controlling your micros like we have talked before. The other side, which is bulking, is adding more calories to your maintenance. We need to figure out what your maintenance calories are. If you are bulking, you have to work out because you cannot gain muscle without working out. You can lose fat without working out, but you cannot gain muscle without working out. That is impossible. It's just not, you know, period. You cannot do it. So if you're bulking and you want to gain weight, you want to gain weight in muscle mass. I doubt anybody wants to gain weight in fat then you need to to get your maintenance calories multiply your body weight by 14. that's a good starting point and then to that number that number that you get it's going to be your maintenance calories to that you add 500 calories and that's your bulking calories that's what you need to eat to build muscle mass but again you need to work out if you don't work out and you eat that amount of calories what's going to happen is that you will gain fat and you will not only gain a pound per week you'll gain more because this calculation and multiplying your weight by 14 is for somebody that works out three to five times a week. So you're not working out. That means that you're, you're, you're not burning that, those calories of the workout. Um, now, if you're losing weight, simple. The same thing goes. You're working out three to five times a week, multiply your weight by 14, and then reduce 500 calories. If you're not working out because you don't feel comfortable enough to work out and you're only doing, maybe you're doing walks every now and then, but you still, you're still looking to lose weight, then multiply your body weight by 12. And that number you get, subtract 500 calories out of that number. That will give you a good deficit where you could actually lose weight without actually having to work out. But I will warn you that if you're not somebody that's used to working out, you will lose weight, but you will not look fit or toned because you haven't developed that muscle mass. So it is always I always advise, if you're trying to lose weight, definitely work out because you need to develop some muscle mass.
I think we covered a lot today. Uh, I gave you a lot of valuable information. As always, you could always follow me on Mr. Denver Fit. That's on Instagram and Facebook. You could also follow my other account. It's Zelus Coach, Z-E-L-U-S Coach on Instagram. And you can also find Coach Annette. You can find me in Instagram at Mrs. Denver Fit. Like always, if you have any questions, any doubts, you need help building your workouts or your meal plans or anything, and you, you have no idea where to start or you're just stalled and you want more progress, make sure you send me a DM and we can actually sit down and create a customized uh, workout plan and meal plan for you. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Take care.